This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a planet fucker? the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over, turning up and dialing to my fingers. Going live This is Live at Five, yeah, Live at Five, Live at Five. Where's that going? Courageous cat. Nine minutes uh, after the hour. And yeah, that's where we are. I was here a little bit earlier. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Jeff Graham, uh, third day back. Good conversations, I think at least. Great calls, crazy world. That's why we're here. To make as much sense of it as, as possible. Some of the segments of today's show, uh, or the show itself, got on there. We did find out that there's going to be a manager working up at the golf course. That's good. And bear in mind that tomorrow, and I'm excited about this because uh, Mayor Jeff Smith is going to be coming in. The, the, the two mayors, the eminent, uh, there's so many significant things going on here. You know, you got J&J, <laughs> J&J. Uh, and, you know, there's a little play of our competitors and whatnot, J.J., but you got Jeff and Jeff tomorrow, and who both were the mayors uh, in their respective times, Jeff being a, a five-time mayor, do the math, 20 years, and, of course, the current mayor, Jeff Smith. So they're the M&M boys. I, I, I connect the dots here because we have the M&M girls who are the uh, standouts. Uh, I, well, the junior is. The other will be uh, in our uh, uh, Watertown lacrosse team, and we're very proud about that. But So there's so many things that are crossing over at the same time. So I figured I'd share that with you. I don't know. I should play the lottery or something. The stars are lining up. Jay and Jay, Mayor and Mayor, whatever. Jeff and Jeff, holy mackerel. Can't get any uh, more coincidental, coincidental than that, right? Well, yeah, actually, you can. So we're going to talk to uh, Attorney Joe Stanley at the bottom of the hour, like we always do every Wednesday. If you have a question for Joe, give me a shout. If you have a concern, give me a shout. Tell me what you want me to ask him within the realm of good taste. Uh, again, the, the, I don't know if Joe wants to talk about the, this, this continuing story, uh, the actual trial of, um, what's her name, Gwyneth Paltrow up on the ski slopes. And now I just heard that uh, there was a report. Now, the guy's only asking for 300000 He apparently asked for a hell of a lot more than that. Uh, it wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so it's in week two, but I saw a headline earlier claiming that a doctor says his brain damage happened before the incident. That's damaging. If that's true, done. D-U-N, done. Pardon me spelling. I, I love stories like that where, you know, it just... Nah, I don't love stories, don't get me wrong, but how can someone go that far... If it's true, if he, he did have brain damage and so, try to link it to a Hollywood star that can not only pay for his, you know, his issues, but then some. We'll have to see. 
From time to time, last night I stumbled over something. I shared it with a friend of mine. I don't know if she'll look at it. Um, I was t- texting her earlier. She, I don't know. She, something's up, <laughs> whatever. But I texted her uh, a story of something that happened, I believe, oh, three years ago, of a woman and her boyfriend that were drinking too much and, and they were playing games, and so she claims, and she locked them up in a, uh, in a suitcase and then went to bed and claimed that she fell asleep because she was drunk. And, of course, the guy suffocated to death. And, again, this is not this is not local. It didn't happen here. But just another crazy woman trying to, to defend herself with all of her actions this night. This is the day after. She's being interrogated by a woman and a chief detective together. And the commentator's great because he says, oh, boy, the two interrogators are talking over each other. That's a wrong. That's a no-no. Uh, but you got, it's one of those things that you will see on Dateline NBC or, or the other. Anytime they talk about you know, forensic files, good stuff. How it's, it's she's trying to get herself out of a punch herself out of a uh, her way out of a paper bag that they said, and she's getting nowhere. It's amazing when people do crazy things. She claimed that she was he was abusive to her, so that they were playing games like Senator Jury and Godfather Two, and it got out of hand. And she decided, and 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 then, unbeknownst to her, she actually was too drunk to realize she videotaped it. So they started asking her questions about, well, what, you say this, the guy, you can hear the guy in the background saying. I mean, it's awful. It's a terrible, terrible tale. And it happened. But he can't get out of the suitcase. She goes to bed and she says, F you. This is, how does it feel to be strangled? So, th- th- like I said, it happened three years ago. And I guess they're going on trial now because, well, it was delayed for so long due to COVID. Unbelievable. Anyway, check that out. Google it if you get a chance. And the other thing that I, I stumbled off, the it's, this isn't anything new, but Jennifer Aniston is uh, is all upset with that, that the current generation, those people that were perhaps three or four years old when Friends first came out, the millennials, don't like to watch Friends. They say it is, um, I don't, how, do, how do I put this? It's insulting to them, and it's, it's culturally unkind. And she says, well, that's a shame because, you know, yeah, it might have, you know, might have been some bigotry here and there. But, you know, comedy is when you can laugh at stuff like that. So she defended it. I thought she would go off on it and say, geez, if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't. And which is the dumbest thing in the world to say, because no one would know who Jennifer Aniston was. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have played a game. Like uh, Tom Hanks said, I shouldn't have played a gay man in the early 90s. A gay man should have played that. But, uh, oh, that would have meant that you wouldn't have been as famous and you wouldn't have won uh, uh, Academy Award for that. Oh, yeah, you're right. So if you went back and talked to yourself and said, you know what, you're not gay, because years from now they're going to say, uh, no, this wasn't appropriate. You better just back out of that, out of that uh, role. I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm 30-something years old. My, 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 my career is right at the peak. I'm not going to walk away from a deal like this, the movie Philadelphia. But years later, when you have FU money and you're feeling sad for yourself, it's like, nah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So I, you read into, I'll read it later. I got a phone call now. Let's see who it is. But you, you, read about, you, you read the Jennifer Aniston story, and it goes on to say that the co-creator, nice Irish woman out of uh, somewhere in the Midwest, oh, she's from Philadelphia, and she felt so bad about it that she donated $4 million to her alma mater, her school, uh, in, in, or some school in, in, for uh, black studies. $4 million. That's just, that's just guilt right there. E- Northeast guilt. 
Four million dollars. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been famous. I've been. I shouldn't have been so talented as to create a show about a bunch of kids living in Manhattan in the '90s and early 2000s. That was wrong of me. I didn't introduce any black characters. I'm wrong. Here's four million dollars. This is a se- This is the selling of my indulgences. Can I get into heaven now? Even though I don't believe in heaven anyway, like those goyims do. Can I do that, please? It's incredible how crazy the world has become. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. You don't say. Hey, Glenn, what's up? What's happening? Hey, I just wanted to call in and give a shout-out to two of your listeners up in Copenhagen. Oh, uh, who's that? Uh, Dave and Sue. I didn't even know they listened until uh, last night. Oh, that's they cool. They heard me on, on here. Oh, cool. So then and they... they didn't even know it was me. <laughs> well, how did this all come about? How did this, you know... How Remember did... how I was talking about my uh, my surgery I got to have and stuff on my neck? Oh, yeah, so that's how they put you in. All because two. of that. Isn't that something? And come to find out, they listen to your show every night. Well, does that surprise you? Uh, come on now, uh, Yes, Satan. it does, Glenn. I'm surprised you have more than five listeners. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so when's your surgery, by the way, Satan? Uh, I don't know yet. i got to go down next week to uh, Syracuse to the doctor, uh, surgeon down there and talk to him. Okay. So so you, it's you, all good, though. You're I'll not going to get on my bike before I know it. You're not going to get that inversion machine or that table that I suggested? Maybe, but I don't know. i got to find out what the doctor says first. All right. All right, I understand. So, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Dave and Sue. Dave and Copenhagen. Sue. Yep. And remember, Glenn, Satan yep. rules. He does. It certainly does. And you know what? Satan's ruling right now. Because the rhetoric we're hearing from the incident, uh, the horrible things that happened in Nashville two days ago, uh, it, it's, it's off the charts. You know, I, you know, back in the old days, the bodies are, are still warm. We're, we're politicizing this. Well, I, I think they were still bleeding when they politicized this one. Because now it's just all, you know, no, no holds barred at all. You want to talk about this? You want to, again, as tragic as it was, six people, three of them nine-year-olds, other three people, innocent people. One heroic uh, young girl at nine years old went to, uh, to hit the alarm in the process and then gets killed. Then the, uh, the two brave officers come in there and says, we're not of all the officers, that's for sure. We're going to take care of business. And they did. And uh, that prevented this, this person from going any further. But if you watch, again, here we go again, and uh, some of you don't like this, but when you watch Tucker, of course, he goes right back to the story he did just last Thursday of a woman that shot a deputy sh- sheriff uh, in the head. Somehow or other, he survived. Uh, and so now they're claiming the last three incidents where there was a mass, or should I say public shooting, uh, all done by uh, people who claim to be trans. So Tucker goes back to the archives four days earlier and says, look what we talked about then, and look what's happening now. Of course, ABC had to go out on the limb and say, well, Tennessee didn't pass all this legislation for trans people, so they get, you know, you, heart, you seep what you row, sow what you reap, whatever. That's what you get, right? Holy mackerel. I mean, we have, we, we have calls every now and then. We had one today with Jeff Graham, someone calling in saying, where's all this coming from? Where are we going? And then admitting that, hey, I'm older than you guys. I'm a baby boomer myself. At least I'll just live quietly until I take my last breath. Is that what we're up against right now? Is that what it is? Jennifer Anderson and others saying, like, you know what? We should never have created friends because it was culturally incorrect. We were poisoning ourselves. I'm sorry you laughed at all my jokes. And I'm sorry I made millions and millions of dollars from this. And I continue to make millions of dollars. So I'm going to give $4 million back because I was a bad person. I just if you if someone were to even tell that woman at that time she'd laugh in your face. I said you know do you realize years from now not that long from now 
you're going to be you're going to be groveling and saying, you know what, we should never have created friends. And if we did, we should have we should have added some more diversity and lightened up on these jokes because the bigotry in that show, the future generations are just not going to accept that, not at all. Go to the phones. <clears throat> Hi, you're on the air. Len, you were talking about the uh, inversion table or gravity guider or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Types. It's a litany uh, guy. I've had personal experience with that, and uh, I swore by it. Yeah, it's swore awesome. By it. Yeah. I, I, I tell it to everybody, and I get it, because people tell me over the years what to do. Oh, you should do this. And I said, okay, and I never do it. So I understand. But if you have leg issues or back or neck issues, there's no better remedy. Say all that you want. Go to a chiropractor. Go to Dr. Becky and spend a lot of money there. Go, get an inversion table. It's the best thing you can possibly do. It's all I can say. And uh, stop and, wasting and your money with that, chiropractors. Thought, Go ahead. I, 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 not only that, I, I, I found it to be extremely uh, relaxing as well. It is. Extremely relaxing. It was like taking a power nap. Uh, ten, ten minutes on that like, it was like, a, it was like a, a full nap. Hmm. And uh, it was very energy restoring. So anyway... Uh, Hopefully they didn't put you in a suitcase. Yeah, that's too bad. Okay, <laughs> uh, keep up the good work there. Thank you, my friend. 199 Welfare. Thank you. I thought it was going to say 199 megahertz. Yeah, that's where we are, 199 Welfare Avenue. So anyway, crazy stuff. So if you want to chime up, uh, and by the way, uh, Joe Stanley's calling in, so give me a topic. I have nothing. I don't think he's going to want to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow and her ways. So let's go over to News Junkie Spell the BigFedZ.com, see what's going on there. Uh, I did a segment about uh, Lower Court Street, by the way, for Downtown News I'm proud about. I spoke to uh, one of the engineers there uh, by way of Zoom, by the way. So I was in the conference room. I interviewed him. Young guy. Went to Clarkson. You know, did well on his SATs. He knows his stuff. So I asked him about the reverse parking and its benefits. It's safer, particularly for kids. Then I asked him about the fountain. And yes, they are doing the fountain. It's not going to be the old fountain. It's going to be, it's not going to be, a, uh, it's not going to trickle down. It's actually going to go up in a traditional way. So I'm looking at, right now, it looks like hell. It, it, it's just, you know, it, it looks like Brooklyn in the 70s right now. It looks like it's just all torn apart. But by, they say by June or July, it's all going to be done. Uh, ornate uh, lighting. The, uh, the sidewalks are going to be expanded away from the buildings. You know, that's where Steve Bradley's buildings are down there. So, really, honestly, the forgotten part of downtown, and I really mean that when I say that, the forgotten wing of downtown in the last 15 years when all the construction happened in Public Square, State Street, and then they did that big project in Factory Street. They've been working on and off with Arsenal Street for a long time, including the extension in downtown. They've done nothing, I repeat, nothing with Lower Court Street, and now they are, and it's going to look fabulous. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, uh... I wanted to uh, chime in on the uh, discussion about back problems. Yeah, by all means. Um, I had back problems most of my working life, mm-hmm. and I, I, I don't understand. There, there is one other option. There's, it's called spinal decompression. Yes, yes. But I would advise anybody that has it done mm-hmm. to seek, you know, talk to their doctor first. I agree. I agree. Because that's a waste of money, too. The decompression? Yeah, big time. It worked for me. Well, that's good. I'm happy. But I mean, I, I had pain my entire life from my back, and now sure. it's gone. So. With, which is great, and you spent a lot of money on it, but I'm saying that you probably could have alleviated it with an inversion table. You're not going to agree with me, but I'm just telling you, because oh, I've, no, I've, I've done no, both. I know what 
inversion is, and, and you're probably absolutely right. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same principle. It is. It really is. Except yeah. a lot cheaper. Yeah. But And they're not going to charge you up the yin-yang. And trust me, they will. <laughs> they trust me. All right. And one other thing I wanted to let you know, I think there's more people that listen to your radio station than they, than they want. Well, to Satan, Satan knows that. He's saying that in a farcical sense. Uh, Satan's been one of the oldest callers. For, well, he's been around since... Way before Jesus, so he, he's uh, he's been he's kidding. But I agree with you. I hope to agree with you, uh, because I, I I walk into a place and people say, hey, you know, they either know me from from uh, News Junkie or this show. When I open up my, my trap, they know me from the commercials and so forth. But yeah, we have we have a good audience here. There's no doubt about it, including yourself, my friend. Well, thank you. And then thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Do you have a question You're for welcome. Joe Stanley? Oh, he hung up. I need a question for Joe Stanley. Hi, you're in the air. Okay, I got a question for Joe Stanley for it's, you. It's lefty. I can always depend on you for a question. You, you can ask him, tell him one of your callers had this problem. Yeah. So I rent, I rented a car. Hmm. Okay. And when I, I brought the, went to bring the car back, somebody had done some damage to it on the outside. Okay. While it was locked. Okay. In the public parking lot. Okay. Um, I bring it back and... They told me I had to pay for it because they didn't get insurance on it. Oh, my God. And so what I said to them was, I didn't do this. Don't you have to prove that I did it? Right, just like an apartment. And they said no, and they charged on my credit card. How much? $4,000. Wow! When did this happen? Yeah. Well, it didn't really happen. I'm just saying, ask him this question, because if he finds on the side of it that you think he is, then he'd have to find on the side where the uh, apartment rental would be. Oh, God. Same scenario. I'm not going to give no. I'm not gonna give him a hoodwink question like that. What are you, nuts? Well, you are nuts. Okay, that, then, then, then that did happen to me. Ask him for me. All right. I, well, I wish that was a real—I really need a question, Lefty. I do. I really do. I, should, I shouldn't have told you, and then we would have had the answer, cause, cause it, 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 because it's, it's in— it's empowering him mm-hmm. and the liberal agenda right. to, to let people not pay rent right. and not pay for their damages. He's all for that. Hmm. But he rents a car. He's not going to be for, you know, being responsible for that damage unless everyone is. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Well, hey, that was my question. All right. I all right. Bye-bye uh, now, don't you know? That's uh, Lefty keeping up with his uh, four, or less, four minutes or less uh, requirement. You're on the air. Glenn, how are you? It's uh, the Duff Man. In answer to, in answer to Lefty's question, yeah, uh, his insurance would cover it. Okay, because most people have most people on their insurance policy covers them when they're in a rental car. That's why you don't have to buy the insurance. So that's what uh, Joe Stanley would tell me then. Well, he might tell you that he's a lawyer for God's sake. He doesn't know anything about insurance. <laughs> well, I think except, he does. Except for, how, except for how to extort money from them. But, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's extortion. I'll have both your legs broken. You were talking about yeah. um, the, the other guy. You, were, you mentioned something. I had a comment about that. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, the, the locked suitcase thing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Who, who in their right mind yeah. would let somebody lock them in a suitcase? You got to – you know what, Duff? I, it, I'll send you the link. I was looking at it last night. I was hypnotized by it. It's 30 minutes long. And, and, which is a long thing to look at. I get it, but it's it's the woman is insistent that they were just playing a game, like like Senator Jerry in Godfather Two. Uh, yeah, we've, I got we've you. done yeah. it before. Well, they were just playing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and she, she bleed. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and Al's in the back room. 
This woman has no family. Uh, you were in Tahoe with Michael Colleone. So anyway, I, 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 just, I don't know how he got into the suitcase. It was the last thing he did. And she kept on saying, F you, F you. Now you can see how. I mean, it was so incriminating. And she's like, oh, what are you doing now? We're, we're arresting you. Why? Why are you arresting me? Like, oh, my. And their ex-husband showed up. And he was, like, shaking his head. And he's like, oh, boy. Ugh. Just, yeah. yeah. Wow. So anyway. But so Jennifer. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to get to, uh, mention real quick. Yeah. Uh, I actually lived on Lower Court Street in its heyday back in the early 60s before they were just getting ready for urban renewal. Mm-hmm. And they were, a year later, they were they were getting rid of the buildings and emptying them. Because I lived in the orphanage there on, at the bottom. Where the, uh, right in Coffeen. Yeah, right on the uh, right on Coffeen, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the front was really pretty, though. I mean, they. Uh, yeah, I heard like about that place. Front, but, but uh, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, you know, a lot of people came out of that place. Sure. Yeah, I lived there for a couple of years, but, I mean, you had to see what, what downtown was like way back then. And it was just, it would just blow your mind. Oh, I know, I know. How it really looked, and pictures <clears throat> don't do it justice. You well, no, I, did, I didn't live here. Yeah, no, I, I can clear, and, and by the way, sir. No, but you can see the pictures. There's a lot of, oh, yeah. to show the old pictures, all that. The yeah. street, the side street. Well, yeah, remember, I, the I, businesses I, that I, were down there. I did the two-hour yeah. video. <laughs> So yeah, I'm more yeah, familiar than most I people know, who actually live here. Yeah, so no, 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 but that's why I said you know, the pictures don't do really justice. Right? No, I know, but I under, I, I have mean, an understanding. I mean, better than nothing. I mean, I show people the the video because I got your video. I got the one of the football too that I yeah. treasure. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So uh, um, yeah, they they would blow people's minds to see what this city actually did look like at one time. Yeah, and that is why it's it's so important on who you elect. Right. Right. Like Mayor Galvin, because, uh, you know. After after this is all said and done, I'm I don't know what it's going to be like in the city of Watertown, but it ain't going to be pretty. Well, it all depends on who uh, who takes office. You know, it's it's going to be. You know, this is this is an election year. You better that, hope for you better hope for a change after the last couple of years. Well, all it takes. I mean, Jeff Graham spelled it out, I believe, yesterday very very well. It's all crucial to uh, the the Hickey seat. And while Hickey, uh, Pat Hickey, great man, good friend of Jeff, I know I like him. Very intelligent guy, hardworking dude, retired, cares about his city uh, greatly. Uh, but uh, again, this this uh, so-called gang of three—if it's broken up, the the balance of power changes immediately. Now, whether or not that's for better or worse, we'll just have to we'll have to make that determination later. But uh, it's going to be and a lot of people probably don't want to run, knowing that, of course, if, if Lisa loses, she's still on the uh, on the on the uh, uh, on council. And of course, uh, 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 you know, our friend Cliff only has two years left. And apparently now he's he's I don't know what he's bitching about now or something or other with regards to the uh, uh, the polling places. But um, someone was telling me that earlier this morning. So anyway, I, I don't know what to say other than, you know, I think I have attorney Joe Stanley on the phone right now. Where are you right now, uh, Duff man? I'm in Florida. Okay, because uh, I didn't know yeah. you were in Dallas the other day, and uh, I was. Tell- I know we were flying. We're I, I was telling people like, I, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I let's- did get to go to Tombstone, though. I got to see the OK Corral, pal. Well, that's cool. That's, I'm sure it's better yeah, than uh, Frontier Town outside Albany because they recreated that. Thanks. Uh, I gotta go. Sorry, right. Duff. I gotta go. All I gotta right. see if All this right. is. Uh, let's see if this is Joe. Uh, no, it's uh, somebody else. Uh, how you doing, my friend? No, it's not Joe. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. How are you doing? I know I only got a quick second, but I have a question for Joe. Yeah, yeah. Do people have a right to photograph you with their cell phones and stuff if uh, Hmm. you don't want them to? Like taking pictures of your VIN, your license plates, 
I, maybe you're parked on a public street. Hmm. Uh, they're walking down the sidewalk and going, yeah, he just came out of that bar. He had two beers right. or whatever. And uh, go into a private establishment mm-hmm. and say, take pictures of you in a private establishment. Mm. Because um, that's, I'm pretty sure that's harassment. All right, John, I don't know John, if you John, heard about this yeah. guy doing it down to the Hoover mm. a couple weeks ago. No, I didn't. But he got his ass kicked. But anyways, mm. but I just wanted to know, like, if I, I don't want him following me around a uh, price chopper, taking pictures of me, uh, what I'm putting in my grocery cart. You well, know, well, wait, wait, like, that's harassment if you ask me. All right, has this happened to you? Yes. All right, so yeah, this isn't lefty. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I, no, I, I believe me. I, 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 wow. I, I know this isn't lefty. So just, what if? So what? What? What happened to you? To explain it before Joe calls in. I gotta hear this. Oh, I'm just trying to say if I went into a place, right, it's right, happened right, several right. times. All right, John, it's, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. Girlfriend's. All right, I, all right, call me up. I'm sorry. That was an interesting story. And yes, now we have Attorney Joe Stanley. How you doing, Joe? I'm good, Glenn. I'm good. Good. Couple of quick questions. Someone just called in. He was getting, you know, because I, I asked the audience, and we have a couple of things prepared for you today. But what I wanted to talk to you about this guy, and I see this a lot on Facebook videos and whatnot. People holding up their camera phone and videotaping people. Some claim it's an audit. Oh, this is a public place. But this guy said he was being harassed at a local grocery store. For which reason, I really don't know why. But it is a good question, Joe. When people take out their smartphones and start recording or, 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 or taking pictures of something, can someone say that's illegal, that's a, as an invasion of my privacy, it, 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 whether or not it's in public or not? Well, if you're in a private place, then it clearly can be many things if you're filming somebody against their permission. In a public place, you know, it's... Uh, We've talked about this in the past. You can pretty much video anything you want as long as you don't use it for personal gain because then you're you're using someone's likenesses and images for your own personal profit, and then that's not permissible. So, mm-hmm. and not in most states, anyways. Right. So, so that could be so. Is, yeah. If you're a public place, you can you can you can film something that's open to the public. If, you're in a public place and you're not doing anything illegal yourself. Sure. Yes. So that that would like that guy. His last name was Francis. He was uh, a lot of times he would videotape girls on the beach. Girls gone wild, <clears throat> and he would profit from that. Would that be an example of something like that, Joe? Yeah, that's not. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So, Joe, I got a personal thing uh, to share with you. I got a letter uh, uh, certified. I had to sign off on it. So I get subpoenaed from the labor relations of New York State. And it's, it's regarding my ex, my former employer. Um, what, you know, do I have any discourses finding out what to expect? It's, it's a month from now, it's on a Zoom call. It doesn't give me any details whatsoever. And it's not, at, I'm not at liberty to talk about it, but quite frankly, Joe, I don't care. But when some, I really don't for the record, but when, when someone gets a subpoena like that, with, with a blank invitation, be there or be square, and they have all these things saying if you don't acknowledge this could be penalty of law, all that stuff that I'm sure you're familiar with. But can I delve into it and find out what to expect, or do I just expect it that day? Well, I mean, you have multiple choices. You can hire your own lawyer to represent you in the matter, which is probably not cost-effective. Or you can call the lawyer who sent you a subpoena and ask him what it's all about. And 
they certainly can talk to you about what it's all about. So what I got it? Okay, I'll have. There is an attorney name on there, but no phone number. So I guess I should just call up the, the labor relations office, wherever that is. If that's who served the subpoena, yes, I'm sure that they have an office number and that lawyer has an extension. Yes. Okay. Good. I will do that. I mean, I'm so. Un- I mean, I talk to you every week about legal matters. I've never been sued. I've never even claimed anything on an insurance uh, claim for an accident or even a burnt toaster. So, again, I, I, I just love having the opportunity to speak to you every Wednesday. And if, if it involves me, which this week it did, I thought I'd ask you. So I will take uh, your advice, Joe, because uh, others said uh, call an attorney. I said, well, I don't know if that's, that's necessary because I really don't know what to expect. But I will do that. That's for sure. There's no question about it. And, Joe, finally, uh, the, the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow thing continues. And I know we touched on this last week, Joe, and I don't want to labor on this. But uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow looks like this is an open and shut case because now there's a doctor who claims that the guy who's claiming to have brain damage had brain damage before the incident in Utah. I don't know if you read anything about that. But that's probably not good for the, for the plaintiff in this situation, Joe. Well, I, you know, I haven't been following it, but uh, everyone... <laughs> Every case I've ever handled where the insurance company hires doctors, they always say that you're not hurt or it's related to something else or it's pre-existing, Glenn. Right. So I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't have any credence as to whether or not, it may be true, it may not, right. but just because somebody was hired to say it doesn't mean it's true. Um, and it really, I would have to delve into great detail as to who this person is, was he just hired to give this quote-unquote opinion for a trial? Uh, I'm very skeptical of those people. They're usually uh, full of baloney at best. Uh, so, but again, that's the same. The fact, every case is the same. You're not hurt. If you're hurt, it's from something pre-existing, um, and we didn't cause it anyways because we're not responsible. How often do people so, lie under oath, Joe? In your opinion, what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends. You know, I guess it's a question of, you know. Uh, do people remember what they want to remember? Right. I think that's a lot of people. Do some people affirmatively lie under oath? Yes. They make stuff up because they think they need to to protect themselves. But that's perjury. Yeah, that, no, that's very true. Civil cases, unfortunately, I think it's far more prevalent than it should be. Right, because there's no criminal. I mean, I guess, you know, they can't throw the book at you if you lie about, you know, whether or not you saw something on a ski slope. As opposed to someone that was, you know, you're, you're, you're tying someone else into a criminal or a crime where someone got hurt that wasn't there. That, that obviously, that's, that's well, worse. No, I mean, you commit perjury. It's the same crime, whether it's in a civil case or a criminal case. I mean, it's not perjury is perjury. But, you know, the problem with that is if it, 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 it's, it's a very difficult crime to, 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 you know, cost a whole lot of time and money. And very seldom does it happen because it's, you know. Are you surprised this? Yeah. Are, are you surprised this trial? Are you surprised this trial has gone into a second week? No, no really? I'm not surprised. I, I just, you know, he's a, whether it should have is a different question, but I'm not surprised. Right, 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 right. And, and, and something completely unrela- unrelated, completely unrelated. Uh, Jennifer Anderson said that uh, you know the today's generation doesn't get uh, friends. The show that she she made famous along with the other co-hosts, or rather co-stars, back in the 90s and early 2000s. In fact, the creator of the show 
actually uh, donated $4 million to a black college because of her, I guess, her guilt because she, she wasn't more diverse. Is, is that overdoing it, in your opinion, Joe? I, I know this isn't a legal question, but what's, what's going on? Why are people backtracking on what they were successful at 20, 30 years ago and now living to regret it 30 years later? Well, I'm not sure that regret is the proper word, but, you know, I think that everybody has retrospect and looks at what they did and say they could always have done better and I should have helped this person or whatever, and I'm trying to make up as best I can now, that's all. No. I, mean, I don't know about regret is the right word, but well, everyone does. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the, the article wrote it as, as she did it as a matter of guilt, so guilt or regret, whichever, but that's a lot of money to give up. Uh, because you, you it felt bad. On how much money you have. Right, I mean, that's true. That, that's, you know what, you Joe? You're, you're absolutely right. And, and again, without getting into the politics of what happened in Nashville uh, yesterday, uh, is, 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 is it right for, and I'm going to get into politics anyway, but is it right for people to claim that because laws weren't changed in Tennessee about trans laws and whatnot, that's what led this per? Is that right? To, to, that's what led I this per? That's yeah. the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, first of all, if people saying that should be saying, well, if they had banned assault rifles, they wouldn't. This person would not have been able to buy multiple assault rifles to use on people. Right. So I, you know, those are just absurdities. Assuming, again, I don't even know what's fact or fiction. I don't know if this person's trans, half, you know, Martian, whatever. I, that's an irrelevant fact. Right. Totally irrelevant fact. Well, the one thing that came up that in, I was talking to a coworker today. And she read online about, you know, how when, when someone is going through that transformation, in this case, a woman to a man, she's being infused for the lot or injected, I should say, with testosterone or male hormones. And that in itself, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to do an autopsy. I don't know if they're going to look at her brain. I don't know if they're going to look at her level of, of uh, testosterone. Uh, first of all. I don't know what you believe online. I don't know whether whether anybody read online. I don't know anything about this woman that anybody knows that's factual. So, again, I mean, you know, you can read whatever. I, I, you know, obviously, if people are doing sex changes, then they obviously have to be treated. But I, I don't know if that, that turns them into a criminal. Well, uh, in fact, many many yeah. males have too much testosterone, but I don't think they're out shooting people. But I mean, we're making absurd arguments, and people are making absurd arguments because they they had their own biases, prejudices, and insecurities. And, and, and be prior, so yes, no want, question. They want to pick on the most vulnerable people in the world and and lay the blame for that instead of their own foolishness for not having gun control. Because well, believe me, no, I, uh, the I, last. The last 40 mass shootings, assuming this person was some kind of trans person, I don't even know if that's true. Mm -hmm. Well, they claim she was, yeah. That's not the reason there's been, this country's full of mass shootings. Well, the reason why I bring it up is because, remember in the days someone would claim that they ate too many Twinkies and they had too too much sugar in the system, which led them to to murder somebody. I'm wondering if if someone can say there was too too much uh, injections of hormones that led this person to do what she did. That's all. That's the only reason why I bring that up, because that's going to come up. I I doubt that that's ever provable, nor was the Twinkie thing ever real either. People do what they're going to do, Mm -hmm. and that is is something that if if people can figure out what caused them to actually 
engage in this kind of behavior. Maybe we could control it, but we can't. No, I, I, again, I, I hate talking about these issues. It's not going to be the last time, by the way, Joe, because, uh, you know, we've had uh, three shootings uh, just in the last 10, 10 days. Uh, so, uh, oh, no, the countries are washing guns, and it's not, no, it's not going to stop. No, unfortunately, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's just an awful thing, and particularly the fact that three, three nine-year-olds were killed. Well, Joe, again, I, I, hopefully we'll have more upbeat up discussions in the future, but when people need to get in contact with you or any one of your associates here in Watertown and Syracuse, how can one do that, Joe? Sure, stanleylawoffices.com is our website. My email is joe at stanleylawoffices.com. The phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Joe, thank you very much. Have a good week and weekend, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday, sir. Thanks, bud. Thank you, Joe. Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Live at Five show. Got to do a break, and we'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles in your lawn. Contracting the people who call you back. Ah, welcome back. So we talked earlier briefly about the polling places changing, prompting uh, mixed reactions. This according to Channel 7. Uh, with the Jefferson County Board of Elections decision to pause five polling places. Pause? Is that temporary? Comes reaction. Excuse me. With the closure of five polling places across the county, residents are being alerted to the options. Uh, the people that were affected by the one-year closure in Fisher's Landing uh, were sent a letter. Well, I really don't care about Fisher's Landing. <clears throat> but anyway, this, this is a big thing. And uh, Jeff and I were talking about it today or yesterday, Jeff Graham, of course, to whether or not this is, this is the beginning of a whole new trend in voting. In other words, if we can't get people to physically help out and man the voting uh, centers at a, an adult home or, or a school or church, are we just saying, well... You know, we got to have voting. You know, we have to exercise a constitutional right. Is that correct? So let's just do the mail-in balloting thing because it's a new world because people don't want to work anymore. When, when are those migrants coming up? Keep the, keep the border open. You know, it's funny. A, a lot of people, I, I mentioned this the other day, I believe, Seth Rogen, Chelsea Handler, so many people from the left, including myself. I'm not from the left, but I didn't have kids. But Seth Rogen, who's fugly as anybody... And why anyone would jump in bed with that idiot, I have no idea. But apparently a lot of people do. And he's just boasting about how great it is not to have kids. Chelsea Handel the same way. She drinks wine. She swears that the, uh, the sun and the moon are the same sphere in the sky. Don't tell Donnie that. And, uh, I, and yet I always respond the same way. And it's a good, it's a good unhanded way if you want to be a real kind of like uh, persnickety type of person online, not a troll, if you will, but just say, you know what, with an open border, who needs kids? It's, it's a new line I use. I get a couple of laughs here and there. It's gratifying because uh, just, just like the caller said, social media is destroying us. Social media has destroyed your so-called host. But you, sometimes it's a lot of fun involved. So try it every now and then. Always, if you, you know, one thing, don't get into an argument with a left, lefty person. You're not going to go anywhere. You know, especially if you notice... You know, I could have gotten into a heated discussion with Joe Stanley. I'm not going to do that. Not just because he's a sponsor and all that stuff. I'm just not going to do that. I respect him. I respect what he says. I know where he's going with it. But I don't want to have an argument with the guy. I don't. It doesn't get you. And when you talk about abortion, when you talk about racial relations, when you talk about gun control, nobody gets anywhere. Nobody. They're right and you are nefarious. That's what it comes down to. But you can have fun. Just, just, just try to be one of them, and then, and then use their own language and see how they react. It's a lot of fun. Trust me. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. What's happening? 
first thing I wanted to say was your caller there was about recording. If you can see it with your naked eye in public, yeah, you can record it. Okay, that's not against the law. People seem to think you got to have their permission or whatever. So if some some don't. guy is is taking a dump in public and you can see it, that's that's legal to record that. Not in the bathroom. No, no, no in public. I said if someone is just doing something in public, you can see it. Right. But if somebody is literally out on the sidewalk taking a piss or right, right. taking a dump, you uh, can record them doing that. No, that's that. what I said. Okay, you misunderstood. Okay, all right. Uh, what and it, another thing is, yeah, people like Joe Stanley, yeah. who's a lawyer, right. and other people mm-hmm. need to stop using the phrase assault weapon. Okay. There's no such thing as an assault weapon. What, what do we call it? It, it only becomes an assault weapon if I use it against you. Then it becomes an assault weapon. So how like did... if I take a baseball bat and hit you with it, now it becomes an assault weapon. Okay, like a shovel. There's, there's no such thing as an assault weapon. People need to stop saying that. So why... You why... have automatic and you have semi-automatic. All right, so how did assault weapon become a term, in your opinion? When you kill somebody with it or shoot somebody with it, then it becomes an assault weapon. All right, so that, that's a le- okay. So that's a legitimate term only under the circumstances. Then I got you. I understand. Right. Gotcha. It's, I could take a, a board and hit you with it. It's just a board. Right. Unless I hit you with it, then it becomes an assault weapon. So do you think? Or if I stab you with a knife? No, we get the idea, my friend. Weapon. I know. Now this is a litany thing going on. You're going to go on and on. But let me just ask you: when it comes down to it. How did this woman, a 20 or whatever man, 28 years old, how do you think she got all that arsenal knowing that, you know, her, her mental capacity at that point, you know, leading up to what happened two days ago, you know, was probably against everyone's interest. How did she get those, uh, uh, those, those weapons that later became an assault weapon? Because if you can go out and purchase a firearm, you can purchase a firearm. Okay. And they read... These so-called red flag laws, right? They're already in place, and if people don't abide by them, hmm. or they're not running the background check on that stuff, so then, it, yeah, you're going to have that problem. So is it a, is it a gamble then? Well, see, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Back in 2013, when I was getting having problems with my ex-wife, now yeah, she could just run up to a family court and get a stay-away order, right? And the first thing the police do come here and they take my firearm. They know I have firearms. Right, right. Automatically, I had a friend. He went through a divorce too. His wife said, "Oh, well, he's got firearms." Hmm. They came and they took his firearm. Wow. He had to go back to court and fight, and they wanted to charge him seven hundred and some odd dollars for storage hmm. for storing his firearm. And let me interject something here before you talk, because what happens there is that you you create a wounded bear scenario. So. If he's not upset by not getting his guns back, or for that matter, being charged for $700, now he's really upset. Don't they realize that's just driving someone to actually use the, use an, a weapon as an assault weapon? Yeah, but if he was going to use them, he would have done it. And she would have never had a chance to say anything about but it. But you know that's, where I'm... That's you know, the yeah. thing. Law citizens aren't going to do that. Gotcha. People that are not do that kind of stuff. Like the woman or and man. Here's another or per- perfect example of a woman who's not... Mm-hmm. Or man trying to woman trying, woman to, be trying a man. to be a yeah, man. Or, I got mixed I up know. myself. Yeah, but this is like the fourth case of that. Right, right. Three this year. But the but but the regular media don't want to discuss that. No. It's all you know, it's guns. Neither guns. did Joe. Guns. Joe didn't want to. Joe didn't want to talk about the trans part of it. He just wanted to talk about the fact. No, he was worried about his ice cream. <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm talking about go, Joe so Stanley. Go take his nap. 
You had to have his ice cream. There's so way too many Joes. There's too many Jeffs. There's only one Glenn, thank God. The world couldn't deal with me, that's for sure. My friend, you, you always come up with good, insightful stuff. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry for your friend, by the way, for the record. But there's automatic and semi-automatic. People need to learn that. Got they it. need to stop saying assault weapon. Got there's it. no such thing as an assault weapon. Got it. All right. Until it's used right. as an assault weapon. Okay, got it. Now, we, now I'm educated. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn, how are you doing? What's that? It's Rich Cladle. Hey, I was looking on uh, News Junkie today. Yeah. And I saw that California is getting ready to do... Oh, this isn't uh, Rich Cladle, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. $800 billion. Right, right, right. What's going to happen in New York? You know, we never had slaves up here. No, that doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Actually, we did, for the record. Why but, doesn't it matter? Uh, My family, I've been here for 32 generations. Right. Right. Came over second ship after the Mayflower. You're right, and you're the yeah, you're the My bad guy. My family lost people in the Civil War mm-hmm. to free the blacks. Right. We were always Republicans. Mm-hmm. You're bad. Why do I have to pay? I totally agree with you, my friend. Uh, your question is: If oh, by the way, this has not been passed in California, it doesn't look like it even has a chance, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, white liberals, particularly of a certain denomination, will not. Let let their money uh, go into the hands of other people that certainly can't. You know, it, that's like giving five million dollars to a bunch of lottery winners and watching them squander it uh, at, at a local drugstore or bar, for that matter, over the course of six months before it's gone. But I want proof that you came from slaves, that you didn't come over right two generations ago. Do you realize, though, that this is a plan by who could quite possibly be the 47th president of the United States? That's Gavin oh Newsom. Yeah, I know, but you know what? A major- He's got great hair, Joe. He does. He has great teeth, too. Uh, a good-looking guy. Went out with uh, uh, Don Jr.'s wife or whatever, whatever her name is. Her name is oh, Guilfoyle. Boy. Yeah. Big girl, by the way. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, it's well, it's just too. it's of course yeah. The bigger the cushion, the better the you know. Anyway, uh, it's the here's the thing about all that, my friend. Um, it's not going to happen. But he's posturing because he wants to win people over before he makes the announcement to run for president. It's as simple as that. But even Hochul's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and they will because we're we bookends. We're liberal bookends. We never had slaves in New York. Well, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if we didn't have slaves in the 20th century. They're going to go back to the Jim Crow laws, all of which were enforced by uh, Southern Democrats. That, and all of a sudden, people have selective memory. Oh, no, the Republicans, are, they're the bad people. <laughs> we never did anything well, like that. Well, Glenn, yeah. the whole thing is, I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. Guess right. what? My people were slaves. But you know what? At the end, and, and so am I. I'm a hundred percent Irish. But one, can I just say yeah. one thing so about your your family was slaves too? When it, do we get our reparations? We're not. You know why? You know what? You you know the answer, my friend. You know the oh, answer. Yeah. Okay. We're white. You you're as white as I am, my friend. You're you're white. white, and that means your life was a lot easier whether you were Irish, British, Jewish, whatever, ish. What it doesn't matter. Uh, you had it too easy. Your time is up, and we're going to make up for lost time. And ironically, these policies come from, you guessed it, white people. <laughs> They're yeah. the ones that are insane. And then, of course, they, they rile, oh, man, $5 million. Yeah, I'll go for that. Sure. Sure. What about the Chinese when they take over? How they are going to handle you when they, when they take over by the year 2040, if not sooner? Here's one for you. I'm going to go back to Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Where he goes, we'll take the chinks, yeah. we'll take the Jews, but we don't want the Irish. Right, right. Is that what he said? Is that oh, what they? Oh, come on! We'll take the Irish. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mel Brooks telling it like it is. Yeah. All right. Thank yep. you, my friend. You bring up some okay. good stuff. Have a good one. Hey, you too. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How you doing today? What's going on, man? 
Oh, good. I was listening to the slave talk. Um, you know where the original slaves, how they got to America. Yeah, I know. You're going to say that they were all, you know, harnessed together, you know, from other slave uh, lords in Africa, and they were sold to the white colonists. Well, the way I understand it, yes. It's uh, other black, tra- black tribes, you know, captured these other uh, tribes, and they sold them to white settlers uh, right. that were going to come over to America. Right, right. But the, I just wanted to point that out. No, no. You realize no, that I now. do. I do realize that. And, of course, the, the argument there is two wrongs still don't make a right. And that's, that's the argument, my friend. That's what they will tell you. Oh, that doesn't justify it. That means you're all complicit with each other. And then you put him in a slave uh, boat and you put him in shackles. Uh, and, and 30% of them died in the first 48 hours from uh, infections. And you allowed that to happen because you treated them like animals. Yeah, but they got them from slave masters who gave them to us. Doesn't matter! You're white. You're racist. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You'll yeah, never I, win. you never I, win that I, argument. I like what, I like what Herschel Walker said when he was running, even though he lost. Yeah. He said, uh, somebody referred to him as African-American. He goes, I've never been to Africa. Right. I'm not an African-American. Right. I'm a black American. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by oh. the way, Mitch McConnell never came to his defense, never did anything to help him win because he didn't want him there because no, he was Trump's not at all. Yeah, no, exactly. No, no, yeah. no. Turtle boy uh, has to go. I, I just get sick too, to go back to the black thing mm-hmm. is, um, and I got a lot of black friends, don't get me you wrong. Don't, you don't have to but, say that. Um, you don't have to say that. They, um, you know, they hit with the, when they're tearing down these statues and all this. Right. Getting rid of history. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. I know. Um, so okay, well, yeah, you have a good day. I, I appreciate it. What I, what I would ask that, that, that guy, because we're getting down to the final minute here, <clears throat> is if you're going to tear down statues, does that mean it never happened at all? If you want to destroy our history, which 9 out of 10 millennials don't know history anyway, does that mean it never happened? If you take down the statue of, of, of all people, Teddy Roosevelt, in front of the uh, uh, Museum of Natural History, <laughs> does that mean Teddy Roosevelt never existed? Should we get him off the... You know, Mount Rushmore? Of course! Those guys took that land. That was indigenous land. They took it from them. All they gave them back was bingo halls. And marijuana. You're on the air. Last call of the day. Real quick, please. Hell. Yeah, hi, Joe. Oh, excuse me, uh, Glenn. Gotta be real quick. Yeah, okay, just one thing. Uh, yeah. Your, your uh, guest uh, were washing guns, okay? If we do go per capita... I surmise that 100 years ago there were more guns per capita. Hmm. Yeah. What we are washing is cowards yeah. and nuts. I agree. Okay? Yeah. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Well, that was the first time call. I never recon- I didn't recognize that voice, but thank you for calling in. And thanks for everyone for calling in and listening to this show and, of course, the Hotline Show. Right now we got to go into CBS. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. Is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com? I'm Monica Ricks in New York.